Thanks for tuning into the Muse Report. I'm Clee Davis, and I'm just a normal guy trying to fulfill his dreams and ambitions. I'm pretty sure we have lots in common, and we're on the same road, so you might as well join me on my journey of turning my muse into a reality. Let's go. So in this episode, we have with me special guest, Darren Daly. Darren is a dear friend of mine who I met in undergrad and sang in choir with. Now, Darren has a special gift for just getting things done and i love that about him in this episode we discuss a range of things from graduate school to fashion trends to social media as you will be able to hear in this episode i'm a little under the weather but hopefully you can enjoy it and maybe even learn something so without further ado here we go we're having some technical difficulties (laughs) take three uh yeah i'm just gonna keep an eye on the mic all right, for the third time. <laughs> On this episode of the News Report, I have with me Darren Daly. Thank you for saying not the Darren Daly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. The Darren Daly. You're, thank you for reminding me. Um, we are on the campus of the University of Maryland. College Park. College Park, main campus, uh, in Bagels and Grinds. Future sponsor. Future sponsor, possibly not. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, see, Darren knows my script already. Yep, take three. And um, he is currently a graduate student here at UMD in a master's of education, master's in education. And uh, we were talking about basically the transition from undergrad, uh, where you're kind of like a part-time adult, full-time student, to kind of being on your own in your graduate program as a full-time adult kind of like a part-time student so Darren please elaborate <laughs> on this experience one more time um like I kind of got my feet wet a little bit I guess you could say in undergrad where we went to school together I forgot to mention that but yeah um being at Oakwood and you're kind of like living off campus and kind of you know have responsibilities of your own it kind of prepared me for I guess the stage I'm in now um but I guess it's still a struggle <laughs> because you're really just living off of like loans that you get, but school is becoming so expensive now. It's kind of like you're trying to find some type of job to kind of supplement the little areas that you need. So I'm trying to, I want to find something in like an educational field to help me, but I kind of want to focus really on school so I can do the very best. So when I get out, people can see that I did my very best. In, graduate school so I guess the term we can say the struggle is still real um, but I enjoy my time here at the University of Maryland love my program love the classes I've taken so far so like how was um originally coming from Chicago down here to Maryland like um, just the new environment yeah. make meeting new people finding your place here how was that easy or hard yeah I, you could say it's still kind of it's still kind of difficult. Um, it's a new phase, new people, new area, new things to try to figure out on your own. So, like, honestly, I haven't really explored Maryland, D.C. area. The first time I went to the museum was last week, like Monday. Oh, yeah. And so that was after the semester ended <laughs> and such. So um, the transition from Chicago to Maryland, it's not really a culture shock because I guess it's two major city state type thing popular mm-hmm. cities and states 
um, the culture shock is really coming from Huntsville to like the north with cost of living and such. Oh, yes. Huntsville cost of living is very low. Very, very low. low. <laughs> Appreciated. Coming up here, you know, you gotta really budget your like your meals, groceries, and then the real culture shop was like going to the grocery store and you have to pay for plastic bags. Oh, like, wait, they have to do that in PG County? Yes. Yep, the shoppers, is it shoppers? Yeah, shoppers. Shoppers or, it's another grocery store, right there off of New Hampshire. Yeah. You have to pay for your bags. So I definitely got those reusable grocery oh, bags. Oh no. Yep. See, you haven't been home, man. That used to just be like a Montgomery County thing. PG County was still free. Well. Yeah. Yep. And then the rigs, the Walmart on rigs. Mm -hmm. That's well, what that's I That's kind of D.C., yeah. You have DC. to pay for your bags there, too. Yeah. My yeah. mom was like, yeah, no, we need to get these reusable bags. <laughs> or we're going to buy plastic today and you take those to the store with you next time. <laughs> I was like, you can't use Target. Yeah, you can't use Target bags at Walmart. That's kind of like that's disrespectful. <laughs> so... Oh, no. That's like eating Burger King and McDonald's. Right. <laughs> and asking for a cup. <laughs> so, I forgot to ask you this when we were talking earlier. Mm -hmm. um, what's going on with Daily Affairs? <laughs> like, is it put on like, hold with the school thing? or? Well, well actually, wait, let, me, let me get uh -huh. them a back of what okay. Daily Affairs is. <laughs> actually, no, you give them Okay. Um, <laughs> Daily Affairs is an event. It's an event and logistics, um, I would say company, yes. Company that me and my sister-in-law started, I guess. This is 2017, so 2016, um, January 2016. Um, so we do a lot of events, we do consulting, and then if you have an event planner already, but you need someone to run the logistics of the day or mm -hmm. logistics of like a concert or a program, we'll do that too. Um, it's not on hold while I'm in school. Um, some things have come up so we have like a wedding to do in chicago in may um i'm working on a contract with a, a famous school you know you know your alma mater to um kind of help out with while i was in undergrad i kind of started this business while i was in undergrad working at oakwood with their events and it's just a passion that i have so i'm kind of trying to build a contract with them to help with the UNC of Gala they have every alumni mm -hmm. weekend. So it's in the works. But so we do a couple of weddings, concerts and stuff like that. But I'm trying to like my dream is really to kind of build a contract with say a non for profit or um, a school organization that needs help with say like health fairs or book drives or stuff like that. Concerts, benefit concerts and such. That's cool. So like um let me plug you real quick at Daily Affairs. At Daily Affairs, that yes, that's Instagram right now at Daily Affairs, and then we have a Facebook fan page. Okay, and that's D A L Y. Yes. Daily Affairs. Yes, or if you want to say Dolly. I don't Dolly. Daily. Daily Affairs. Daily Affairs is pretty dope. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, yeah. man. I just I I want to go into entrepreneurship. I don't really know how. It might just be myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, might not have a company, might just be owning, marketing myself. Yes. But um, I want to support all my friends okay. and colleagues who are also doing their own thing um, when it comes to entrepreneurship, because honestly, that's the future. I heard, you know, I don't know if this is a fact, you can fact check me, but like 
50% by like 2025 or 2020 or something. Yeah, I think it was 2025, like 50% of all working people will be entrepreneurial. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty that's cool. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome. But just think that's how most of these famous brands that we right. wear or... They started something. Yeah, they started at home doing something. Okay. Now, uh, you guys can't see Darren right now. <laughs> but oh, I will let you know, Darren is a very fashionable person. Oh, Lord. Yeah, well, okay, he has the jeans. Okay, jacket, we're not going to say the, what we're wearing. The Yeezys on with the distressed cap. Okay. <laughs> so, he's a very fashionable person. So, I want to ask you this question. What do you think is the most overused or outplayed? fashion trend of 2017 as we draw the year to a close oh no um okay outused so I guess 2017 did this oversized kind of uh, oversized kind of like baggy look and I guess you can blame it kind of on Kanye West in a way uh huh but it's kind of on its way out, honestly. People are still kind of using the trend of it. Um, but I think if it's if it's worn correctly, it's fine. But another trend, thanks to Rihanna, are these slides that everyone's yeah. wearing with the fur on top. And then now people are trying to put them with socks. And if anyone knows me, like, my pet peeve is slides and socks. Like, oh, damn. I, really I wear that all the time. Oh. But mine are like athletics. No, there's still there's no purpose. I'm about to play basketball. Mm -mm. I gotta wear socks. I can't play basketball. So you have you have gym shoes to wear in the gym. You have gym shoes you play in the gym. And you just switch them out. Socks yeah, and slides. You know, no. No. Okay. Well, I'm in a fashion violation. Man. Yes. Very <laughs> much so. I hate socks and slides. I even oh. shared on my Facebook how Steve Harvey hates socks and slides. Wow. So I have a famous supporter. Yeah, Steve really Harvey. Hate, yeah, I really hate socks and slides. The same effort it takes you to put on socks and slides, you can put on gym shoes. I don't even let you wear house shoes before socks and slides. <laughs> That's how bad I hate. Wait, what about sandals and socks? I don't mind that. What? You, know, you put some burps on with some socks, I wouldn't Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you would let sandals and socks yep. go before slides and Well, socks? you can't wear like the little thong. Oh no, flip flop like sandal? No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Cause then you gotta wedge them in your socks. Yeah, that's no, no, that's no, no, work. No, no. So like Birkenstocks, those type of sandals, like a Jesus sandal. I wouldn't mind it. But socks Jesus and slides. Hashtag nope. Jesus sandal. <laughs> Hashtag Burks, Jesus sandals. If you haven't seen Darren's dress game, look him up. <laughs> it's a daily thing. Is that your ad name or is that just a that's just a tag? Like, no, oh. it's, <laughs> that's my ad name. Oh, it's oh, a daily thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Someone told me to use it a long time ago. That's a good one. I don't remember what it was before, but yeah, daily is daily such a. Time. You could just that's a very malleable last name. You could turn that into so many like phrases. Yeah, but I'm still wondering why I don't have like that I or that E in my last name, but. Like, it is what it is. Hey, whatever. It gets cool because it's like spelled different. You know, that's what like companies do. Like they spell it different for no reason. Mm. <laughs> Just so they could be different. It's a daily thing. But, uh, all right. So how do you like balance as far as school and like your personal life? Or is it really not even that much of a problem? 
Well, I can say now in grad school, um, I guess because I'm in a new area, it's really not a problem balancing them out because I really kind of new to the area still, haven't really gone out to get involved or have a personal life. But I say in undergrad, because I was so active in everything, the balance, I had to form some type of balance. Because I believe, you know, you work that student worker job at Oakwood, mm -hmm. and it's, you're supposed to work so many hours or within your time frame. But when you love doing what you do, you do so much. So, I mean, now it's not really a problem. But in undergrad, like, I had to say, okay, Darren, this is time you're studying. This is the time you're, like, you have for personal time and such. But here, like, I try not, because graduate school is on another level, it's a little more, I won't say it's harder in a way, you just have more work to do. I set a certain amount of time to study, and I don't go over it, because mental, mental health is very important oh, yeah. to me. So, like, I don't study after a certain time, because you just need that breather for your mind to, like, just relax. And yeah. get away from like the academia because at one point like I was studying all the time trying to read every single page mm -hmm. of every assignment and like I wasn't sleeping at night because when you by the time you lay down like your mind is still going and going yeah, I wouldn't yeah. fall asleep to like four Ooh. wouldn't wake up to like noon it's kind of like your day is wasted when class starts at four so yeah no I mean know what works for you is the best thing like yeah. I stopped studying after eight-ish. So. Definitely me too. Like I honestly don't. I study, but I really study only like in certain time periods yeah. because one, I can't focus really for a long time. Like thirty minutes max, I could like really lock in. Right. After that thirty-minute mark, my mind starts going other places. So I kind of just like section it off. Like okay, I'm gonna just attack this for like thirty minutes strong. And then if I start wavering afterwards, it's okay. I've accomplished what I need to accomplish right, within this right. time. And usually when you give yourself a time limit, you do more anyway because you have more pressure on yourself. But um, Especially when you're writing three different major papers at the same time. Yeah, I feel like graduate is just a lot of writing. It's a, it's a lot of reading and writing. Uh, reading, that's all you do. Read and reflect. Uh, read and analyze. So it's not bad when you... I like it because it's my focus. I enjoy what I'm reading. I love learning about how sure, to make sure. my future career better. So it's not bad. It's just, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to analyze. Um, but yeah, taking those breaks between those papers. I can't write, man. Yeah. I mean, I think you can't. You, everyone has the ability to write well. It's just trying to find that motivation or that passion within what you're writing to write about. Actually, yeah, you're right. If I have something I really like, I guess I can write a lot about it. Like that essay I wrote when I went to New York for Spotify. Oh, okay. Like I typed it up literally in like three minutes because like I just like cared about what I was talking about. I feel like my eye is red right now. It's not really itching. Oh, it is getting red. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm allergic to... Uh... Our sponsor for today. Yeah. Our sponsor. <laughs> Bagels and Grinds give me an allergic reaction. Because I had like three major papers and they're three different topics. So the one that I really enjoyed was the longest one. And I kind of started at the latest, but that was the easiest one for me to write. Because I just really wanted... It's my passion, I guess, as an educator or an English educator. So it's basically trying to make the pedagogy of teaching 
have more a reflective aspect in it or so like if I'm writing something I can see myself in whatever I'm writing so it's kind of like mm. I titled it like self-identity in teaching writing so how can we as education teachers influence students to find this passion or motivation in writing the only way you can find that is if they can see themselves in whatever they're writing mm -hmm. even though it's not a reflective type writing but they can see that they have some motivation to learn more about what they're writing. Yeah, that's definitely true. I did a paper about that for my Christian education class mm. where I was talking about um, the effect of storytelling in the classroom. Mm. And, um, excuse me, I was talking about um, how they could see themselves within like the story, mm -hmm. that they'll be more eager to write about it. Right. Because I just, as a student, I just, like, I, I wouldn't mind reading, mm -hmm. wouldn't mind listening, wouldn't mind having the information absorbed. But once I had to reflect or write about what mm -hmm. I learned, it just didn't happen. But if I was able to apply the story to myself or what I learned, it was a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something that I think you should keep looking into because I feel like teachers really don't do that a lot as far as the storytelling aspect, even for more analytical things. Like right. um, one of my math teachers for uh, like our algebra class in high school, he will always make the problem an applicable story. Like, okay, like you need to get to this place at this amount of time for at this X amount of speed, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you apply it to yourself. Well, how am I gonna get to this place that I wanna go to Very true. at this time? It. So it just made it a lot easier. And then when I had to reflect or talk about what I learned, it stuck with me because right. it's about myself. Mm. Everybody likes to talk about themselves. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is a very kind of specifically worded question, but it's actually kind of general. But you go to the doctor and he says you have one year to live. Mm. Mm. What would you do to leave your mark on the world within that one year? Effect on society, effect on yourself, culture, I don't know. Um, one gift that I think God has given me is kind of like having this gift of like giving or like really caring for others or entertaining others in a way. Um, so I would do more like outreach in a way, so more community involvement type things or giving back to students, mentorship in a way like or trying to start I guess I wouldn't want to start a foundation that I'm about to just leave <laughs> to someone else to run but try to do something where the impact I leave on someone else can affect someone right. else like this ripple effect of people so like yeah working with more students that don't have children in the community right or have the ability say to go to University of Maryland for school mm -hmm. but they need help trying to get there you know, kind of doing stuff like that. Yeah. Good initiative. I always wondered, like, okay, if I really, like, have you seen The Last Holiday? Yeah. Queen Latifah. Yeah. Like, what would I do if I knew? I wish like, I my could. Cap on time? I wish I could take that much money out the bank. You're right. <laughs> Just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But um, I feel like honestly, if I did have that money, I would be more fulfilled if I used it to help other right, people yeah. rather than just spending it on myself mm -hmm. when I'm not going to be here for much longer. You know, 
but um i would want to travel though i would want to travel i do want to travel as far in, in life and period i'm reading this book called the four hour work week by tim ferris mm. and um it's basically talking about like how to live out your retirement in your years when you're most able instead of like working yourself to death and then trying to live when you're 75 and 70 and 80 and how it doesn't really work with the way the system is set up right now for retirement so it's pretty cool and he's talking about how he like travels like some family like they just like got on a boat and traveled the world for like nineteen thousand dollars that, like that's, that's all like, it costs. That's like rent. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> so like he was like, honestly, like people have the excuse of like they don't have enough money, but if you really wanted to do it, it's possible, and it's better to do it when you're Younger. forty-five yeah. instead of waiting till you're eighty. And you can't mm. breathe without help. I so. mean, that's why I kind of like the education field because you're not working all year round. You kind of have your summers. Yeah, yeah, your summers. Your, your holiday breaks. So. Oh, I'm for sure going to use those summers to travel for sure. Yeah, so traveling is definitely something I want to do too. So hopefully um, I have the autonomy to just go when I want. That's the goal. But um, yeah, I just don't want to work myself and then yeah, try I to reap the benefits yeah. later. I want to yeah. live my Enjoy life. life yeah. yeah, like as I go along, you know. So if I have to, you know, or if something happens, right. I can say I lived a good life. Though. Right. Yeah. That's smart. People right. always say she lived a good life when she's like 80 <laughs> or 90 years old. She lived a good life. Or they died too soon. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I lived a good life. <laughs> I die when I die. Right. Even though I'm still afraid of death. Yeah, I mean, can't be too afraid of death because you don't know when it's gonna happen. Well, okay. I no. just don't want to die like I don't tragically. Die slowly. No, I'd rather die tragically. Definitely. All right, because it's over. No. I want. I don't want to be like with a. Because I don't want to lead. No, That's I don't want to leave the people like, like family and friends. I don't want to leave that last memory of like he got in a car accident and was pushed out of the car type thing. I wear my seatbelt. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't want like a tragic like something fell on top of me. And that's how you remember me. Uh, that's true, but I just like don't want it to be like slow and painful. painful yeah. You know, oh, well, yeah. rather just get you know like taking on the drive by. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just quick. Okay, you know, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> no drive by. Oh man, I mean, I don't know. That's something I don't even want to think about right now. And it's something like, honestly, there's no point in thinking about it because it can happen at any time. So right. just live life to the fullest now. All right, social media is something I always like to talk about mm. because it's just like mind blowing the effect that it has on society today. I did not think it was going to get to this caliber four years ago, five years ago, six years ago. It's a part of basically the economy now. And you've heard about this whole net neutral, neutrality, that. neutral. I don't even know how to say it. I heard about that. I'm like, are you kidding me? A friend, we were talking about it. What's today? Sunday. We were talking about it on Thursday. Cause Honestly. I like I woke up and I saw this hashtag being used. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is going on? So you try to catch up really fast, like on Twitter or something. Mm -hmm. about it. 
They, the best way someone explained it to me is basically like your cable, your cable that you, whatever, if it's Verizon, Vios, Xfinity, whatever, mm-hmm. but you have these levels to it. So like, they're basically trying to regulate like the different levels of internet. What are so different levels of internet? So like, so you know like with your basic cable, you just have regular internet, I mean basic channels. And yeah. then you want a different level, so you want like Food Network, HDTV, all mm. of that. You have to pay a little more. Then if you want HBO, Showtime, so if you have to pay a little bit more. And then, so how you compare it to the internet is like, you'll probably have basic internet, basic speed, but say if you want Facebook and Netflix and Hulu and all, you have to pay a little bit more. You want a faster Whoa. speed, you have to pay a little bit more. So they're kind of regulating, because technically right now, general internet or general Wi-Fi is free. Right. So you're not paying for gigabytes or how it's used. But my thing is like, so your phone bill, your cell phone bill is going to be higher. Your Wi-Fi at home is going to be higher. I think that will increase restaurant prices. Because you go to these places like Brian's mm-hmm. and Wi-Fi is free. So that's what will regulate they're gonna have to pay extra to have this right. Wi-Fi for everyone. I, I'm trying to see the purpose behind it. Like, I saw the guy on um, TV yesterday, the dude that's in charge of mm-hmm. regulating this or repealing the right. the law that they had right now. But do you know it's not really? It didn't go to like that's not a Senate thing or like Congress, Congress. type thing. It's just I don't want to miss pronounced the organization but it was only like an organization of five people and it was three to two so that's how this law i guess got passed yeah, it's not like a, oh my a bill that was presented right. to the senate and congress i need to do more research man. yeah this is crazy but uh social media <laughs> like what do you how do you like what's your like takeaway on social media and society today because it's like a part of our everyday lives. Do you think it's like being used too much? Do you think we should utilize it more? Or do you think it needs to be regulated? Or I don't know. One thing I will say is, yes, we have freedom of speech. So social media is a way to express what you want to express. But I think it's so much you need to let the world know that's going on in your life, I guess, from my own perspective. Um, We use social media as an outlet to express yourself, yes. Express what you're going through. But sometimes, let's just be open and objective to, you know, people that's just going to comment back or retweet it or respond. But sometimes we expect we expect to say certain things and not get a response. It's just a way of like an outlet for you. Some mm-hmm. people use social media as an outlet, which is good because, hey, if that's your way of releasing mental health, hey, release it. But yes, we use it too much. I think if it becomes a distraction where your growth is stunted by social media, then you really need to like regulate how much you use it. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is um, we were talking about before the podcast, like what church we go to here, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
at the church I go to, there's no real service in there because it's in a gym. So it kind of, it's not on purpose. They have Wi-Fi and stuff, but I kind of like it because it makes me focus really mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on. Because usually I'm on some type of social media right. doing church. Distracted. But yeah, I think if we regulate it, it can be used correctly. Or I just don't like seeing like friends of mine or people that I know who use it to express themselves and it's kind of like you want to you never know if it's just a way to get it off your chest or if they're really going through something right so it's kind of hard to understand people's actual moves through I guess social media but that's the era we live in now when we didn't have it what would we do a white letters to each other or, <laughs> just I mean, talk on the phone right so I mean that's the era we're in now. Use Social media minutes. is communication. What's your favorite platform? I'm kind of basic on all of them. Like the most one I'm I use all the time. The most one I use all the time. Don't quote me on that sentence. I'm a very bad guy. But the one I use all the time probably is Instagram. Instagram. Because it kind of inspires me. I guess if you want to go back to the fashion thing. Um, it kind of inspires me to see, you know, the new trends that are going on or yeah. what other people are wearing across the country. The least one, like I will say Snapchat. I look at Snapchat like when I'm bored mm-hmm. and I'm barely on Snapchat. I guess it's still kind of fairly new in a way, but. Kind of, yeah. And Facebook, I only used it to like communicate to certain people's right. number yeah, I don't have. Or to get these little funny little videos and such. I honestly think, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know what generation that is before millennial. But I feel like that generation slash baby boomers are kind of, they still use it as a social platform. (laughs) I feel like everybody else down, like that really is a tool (laughs) of communication. Like Facebook is used for almost like business. How is how I communicate if I need to like get something done? Yeah, because my cousin, my cousin was telling me when Facebook first started, it was really for like people from different colleges yeah, to mm-hmm. communicate. Yeah. I didn't know that. By the time I got on Facebook, everyone was on Facebook. Just... Yeah. So like you had to have like a college email to communicate yeah. back yeah. and forth. I didn't I know that. I saw that on uh, that social network movie. Mm. I don't know how accurate that was, but yeah, I didn't know did. that. Because she said she was at Northern Northwestern, mm-hmm. no Northern Illinois. She said you had to have like a Northern Illinois yeah, email to communicate. For college students and I guess it just kept expanding everybody switched from MySpace oh Jesus MySpace I wanted a MySpace so bad (laughs) when I was young (laughs) my brother had a MySpace I was just like man I want to have one my cousins have one MySpace wow tagged those were four and then that was during the same time YouTube really started blowing up too Yeah, I'm not really into, like, I'll use YouTube to, like, look up quick little videos or something, but... If we consider YouTube as a social platform, which it kind of is, even though we don't really look at it like that, that's probably the one I use the most. Like, I'm a YouTube junkie. Like, I'm always on YouTube. Probably to a fault, actually, because I'm just always looking up stuff. And I know you can make money off of YouTube. Oh, man, like, so much. It's crazy. I need to figure out how. It's crazy. And that's also like a kind of, in one of the episodes, I talk about entrepreneurship. I asked some of the guy, like, what is an entrepreneur now? Because, like, 
with social media, you know, you got these people that have like 100K fans. They're an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. technically, mm -hmm. because they're, brand they're branding yeah. themselves. Like they're making money. So technically they're an entrepreneur. That's not like how we really consider See, it. Yeah. Usually when we think entrepreneur, we think brick and mortar, starting a business mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. of thing. But it's just like amazing how you can make money these days. Like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook ads, all that stuff. I'm just like, wow. It's a lot. I think it's a lot easier now. Not saying that accomplishing that is easy because it's kind of hard to get that fan base. But it's incredible what you could do with just a computer and a camera yeah. now. But um, yeah, I appreciate that we have social media oh, to be yeah. honest. But yeah, regulated. That's all I said. I think it also is an equalizer for the common person mm -hmm. and the mass media mm. because. Before it was literally like whatever Fox gave you, that was it. That's how you learned. That's it. how you learned the information, whether it was skewed or not. You didn't know. Mm -hmm. But now everyone has a voice, so therefore the truth can be more truthful, I guess, yeah. in a sense. <laughs> right. Because you know everyone has access mm -hmm. to it, and um, this whole net neutrality thing—I don't know how you, if I'm pronouncing it right—but that might—I don't know. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but. Government. I don't know how like how fast it would take to get in place and yeah. and who thought of that like I, I never don't know that's just who thinks know. of something like that like <laughs> I don't regulate know. so I don't know what's gonna happen like our phone bills will automatically be higher than that will honestly change the the whole game of mm -hmm. how because the internet is literally in everything now yep so that just changes everything it just changes everything. I don't know, I gotta do my research and I'll probably talk about it on a later episode, but um Yeah, it's been cool, Darren. Yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate this on the show, man. This podcast. Hey you, hey, you're starting something. Right. That's you might the whole be having your own podcast coming up. Well, you do have your own podcast. Well we're not in Bagel and Grind. Maybe and you're at a radio station. Hey, right. My own studio maybe? Mm. Mm. Maybe not. That that I could cut costs by not just have good mics i don't know <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, i think we're gonna draw the oh dang it See, no no the mic's oh, still on okay. <laughs> we didn't cut off this time i forgot again dang it the last episode i forgot too i always ask a really dumb question that's actually kind of thought-provoking at the end Oh, I hope it is not challenged by intelligence. Oh, it, it, it really won't. Like, you, there's no wrong answer. Because, like, you know those ones where they'll say, like, David has oh. two brothers. How oh, yeah, many yeah, children yeah, yeah, yeah. does David father have, like? Like those, um... What are those questions that used to be, uh... Oh, that's what it's called. Questions on Worldstar. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like one of those. Oh, okay. Honestly, though, I don't even have one this time. Um... What have your questions been in the past? Like, last time I asked Andrew, like, literally, I thought of it on the spot. It was really stupid. I was like, if you put, uh, you know how people ask if you put hot sauce in the refrigerator, is it cold sauce? <laughs> I asked him, I was like, so if you put hot sauce in the microwave, does it become hotter sauce or something like that? 
<laughs> and it was really it was really dumb we had to fade it out because it was just stupid but one of those. yeah one of those one other asked like uh if a fish like lives underwater is it wet or something or is it like just like is it actually wet to the fish you know, there's that, like a video on Facebook about like these guys arguing about it. Yeah. And it really like it can it get kinda pretty, makes sense. It kinda in makes a way, sense, yeah. right? So yeah, it just those type of questions. I don't have one and they're gonna progressively get worse if I keep trying to make them up on the spot. <laughs> so we're just gonna have to omit it this episode. But uh yeah man. Thanks for having thanks for being on the show. Yep, thanks and, for having uh, me. Hopefully we can connect in the future. Uh while you're still here, when I'm in town back uh at home and while you're still how much how much longer do you have for your program it's a two year so three it's more two. semesters okay Ooh, Lord. three more semesters <laughs> <laughs> all right nice cool man i think we're going to draw this one to a close that's a wrap hey guys thanks so much for tuning in to the muse report for this episode if you made it this far you are the realest and i will love you forever if you liked it press the like button if you really liked it click the repost button share with your uncle your auntie your friend your best friend your acquaintances whoever just get the word out if there's something that you didn't like i am open to suggestions and i'm here to learn because i'm a student of the game so just hit me up in the dms you can follow me on my social media instagram and twitter at i am underscore clee davis until next time and until next episode keep making your muse into reality oh yeah and happy holidays